Welcome to a brand new episode on the podcast Journeying with Jesus. Today we're going to be talking about witnessing. And to discuss this topic, we have my dear friend Titus all the way from my home country India. Welcome Titus. It's so nice to have you with us. Hi. I'm so glad to be part of this podcast episode. Great. So now um for us to begin, I'd like us to first break down the word witnessing right because we need a bit of a context um mm-hmm. so a witness is basically a testimony someone who has seen or heard or experienced something now witnessing would be basically taking that experience and sharing it with others don't you think so right agree right so now why do you think witnessing is important because we we've seen of course from the bible that jesus has spoken so much about it it's it's uh, it's a responsibility he gives everybody um who call themselves the children of god and um, mm-hmm. he's spoken about it directly and indirectly like we see he calls us uh, to be the salt and the light and he's also mm-hmm. um seen talking to the apostles to go out and you know witness into the world um right So uh why else do you think witnessing is important? Uh um I think it's straight and simple from the bible mm-hmm. itself you know it says mm-hmm. you have to be uh, light and you have to be salt basically uh what that means to me is you know you being part of uh, you know or representing Jesus and you're being part of his team and right. why is it important to be part of team Jesus is because there is an obvious war between good and evil and uh what does uh what's the role of you representing jesus is basically the ultimate goal is you uh, you know if you watch a football game or a cricket game you know uh you're always rooting for the team that actually wants to win and i mean you always want to be part of the team that actually wins and for us as christians i feel like you know the uh the promise or the reward for being on team jesus is or the reward for your faith is basically being in heaven and why you need to witness is because now you know when you are representing the winning team there could be people out there who are looking and who would want to be who would join the uh, winning team and right. that's why witnessing is really important and not just that i also feel like you know there's so much uh, of uh, hope that we would bring into people's lives or mm-hmm. when we introduce them to jesus and that is why the reference is you know light and salt uh, both of which is adding something into some uh someone's life you know or someone's mm-hmm. void mm-hmm. and so that's why i think witnesses uh, witness is the most crucial part of the gospel you right. know it says go take out uh, take take this gospel into the ends mm-hmm. of the world mm-hmm. and preach it so that they all know about me jesus who's the way the truth and the life right when you uh, when you were explaining um how we're on team jesus and of course we already know that the battle is has been won like we know we're on the winning team so that's mm-hmm. um that's uh so full of hope i think i mean it's it's nice to know cuz if you're let's say you're you're watching a match like you mentioned football mm-hmm. and football in this part of the world is is big <laughs> mm-hmm. so you don't know who's winning really um you know mm-hmm. you're watching and you're expecting your team to win but in our case i think uh we know we the already end. know who's we won know what, it. yes right. yes we know and what's going to happen and you just want people to be on the winning team exactly exactly isn't that so beautiful right yeah and uh, uh when we when we see uh 
different times we see different cultures different people and um, we see the difference between today's world versus mm-hmm. um, the world say a decade ago or not even a decade maybe let's go further back maybe let's say a century ago it was mm-hmm. so very different compared to the times mm-hmm. now um mm-hmm. which means people have changed people have evolved into becoming something else and there's also social conditioning and all these things happening as we mm-hmm. grow and you know we have new generations um coming in mm-hmm. so uh how do you think witnessing in today's time is different from the past i think uh, we live in a world that is so very connected mm-hmm. and uh, if you have to compare it to how it was 100 years back i think communication was not as fluid as it is today mm-hmm. and uh, i'm sure we'll all we all can agree that you know we are kind of way too connected to people today we're all in mm-hmm. uh, you know the access level is just one uh, one press away and you know you're able to mm-hmm. connect to any part of the world which is damn difficult and i think that right. is an advantage that we have mm-hmm. being part of this generation you know that yes. we're able to quickly reach uh, you know 1000 people just sitting mm-hmm. inside your room and back in the day you had to probably you know the only way you would witness is share stories right or you know write books and basically mass communication was television and uh, maybe radio and maybe mm-hmm. books but right. today it's not the case right you know the fact that we're actually even recording this podcast sitting from two different uh geographical Across continents yes is <laughs> incredible if you have to actually mm-hmm. think about it you know which 100 yes. years back was not even uh, a possibility and mm-hmm. i think that's the kind of uh you know uh, difference that we see from the past and today which gives us a huge advantage because today we can sit in a room like i said and we can talk to 1000 people or 30 people mm-hmm. or 40 people or a million people mm-hmm. and right. all of this is just so possible because of the present Mm-hmm. and that's how um hello yep i thought i lost you there no no, no i'm still here okay just some go ahead you able to hear me uh, completely um I think we missed the last couple of seconds. Okay. What do we do about this? Do we continue or uh, do you want yeah, to Yeah, we can continue. I think I think it's fine. Okay. Cool. So, uh, what I was saying is I was actually saying, you know, we are able to sit in uh, our own spaces, you know, mm-hmm. or wherever we are and use the internet as a powerful uh, medium to communicate mm-hmm. and, you know, witness to people. so that's how witnessing is different from today and the past right it's it's amazing what we could do with uh, technology like you said we just click away from someone right across the country, right. the map you know like yeah right now you're in india and i'm so far away from you but we're able to do this um, right. and uh, it's part and of witnessing and it's it's so. amazing like literally like some of the things uh, when we used to run uh, you know an instagram channel and a mm-hmm. uh, youtube page when we actually mm-hmm. check the stats of where people are actually watching from mm-hmm. we have no friends in those regions okay right. and we that just surprised that we have someone actually just as one person or two uh, 2% of people from that mm-hmm. uh, country watching and it would always amaze us that you know content can actually reach ends of the world mm-hmm. 
uh, with the technology that we have today and that's amazing yes um so what do you think are some of the effective ways of witnessing today because obviously it's different from um of course you know uh, the past in fact even if you look at a decade ago things were very different today mm-hmm. everybody a child has a mobile phone uh, you know sure. uh, like especially now with the lockdown there are children sitting with mobile phones you know taking online classes things like that right. so um it's really gone wild if you may call it that you know in the last right. um, decade especially or two so mm-hmm. what do you think are some of the effective ways that uh, christians can use to witness to the world i think um uh, understanding the power of technology and basically mm-hmm. you know uh figuring out a way of mm-hmm. how you want to tell your jesus story to the world uh right. would be a start you know mm-hmm. because uh, there's uh, like back in the day if you have to again go back to time and if i have have to share a story with you mm-hmm. you know i'm probably going to do it in a physical location right. and i'm probably limited by time and mm-hmm. because uh, at one location and at one point i'm only mm-hmm. able to share it with like 10 people or 100 people in that physical location but today right. it's not the, the the same case we can probably be recording this podcast today and mm-hmm. tomorrow someone can actually you know not tomorrow like let's say a year from now somebody could actually be listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and so how uh, can people you know find out effective ways to witness uh, is basically figuring out what's the story that they want to share or how do they want to influence people in their lives and it doesn't have to be you know uh, a million followers or it doesn't have to be 10000 people sometimes it can just be you putting out stories or something encouraging on your own platforms that you uh, constantly use let's say you use instagram okay and you can just on your instagram profiles maybe share stories and or maybe share something which is more personal not just sharing a quote or sharing i mean that's also encouraging i'm not saying you shouldn't do that i'm just saying i think there's something very personal about you sharing sto- you know your own stories or sharing someone else's story uh, in a more right. uh, visual format or audio format which mm-hmm. encourages people in a different level than just sharing a quote or a picture right. so and so again we can argue argue uh, about that right right because it's your story right. and your experience right and i think there's the it is uh, you know powerful when it's also uh, you know it's your personal experience and your personal journey and you know people start recognizing you as team jesus you know and mm-hmm. uh, at some point in their lives when they're actually uh, stuck at some point mm-hmm. um, you'll always find people coming back to find spiritual answers when mm-hmm. they can't make sense of uh, things that happen around them and the only way they can come and reach you is they know that you are part of team jesus which is not you know part of this logical thing is something more spiritual and the way you can do that is use tools that you have uh, and basically show people around you that you know you're part of um, this uh, awesome team you know and they also can be part of that team and have this whole experience that uh, in their own way so right. maybe uh some and i think the downside to also being part of this generation is you know everybody wants to be uh on uh you know on to making a million followers or you know if they want to do something they want to reach out to a million followers and i don't think that's something that they have to focus on because right. they can just simply be focused on uh, uh you know the wrong thing instead of witnessing then it all becomes a uh, uh, pursuit to 
yeah mm-hmm. pursue to trying to reach a million followers and now it's not about jesus it's about you trying to you know make sure your story is you know heard mm-hmm. and all of those mm-hmm. things but i think that comes along the way and i think that shouldn't be the focus mm-hmm. i mean along the way is if you're actually passionate about consistently doing it but right. i think the primary focus for anybody and everybody without you know expectation is just mm-hmm. just starting the tools that everybody uses whatsapp instagram right. if they can find out simple ways in which mm-hmm. they share their stories or someone's stories and how jesus has helped them i think that would probably be a way for them to witness absolutely and um, yeah while we're on this topic i just want to make one thing clear just clarify that preaching like the old the old like if we could call it the old fashioned way of witnessing still is important like people standing on the pulpit and preaching uh, people writing books all these things are important we're not saying we're Absolutely. not nullifying those things but what we're trying to look at is figuring um, out new yes um, especially with the younger generation with the use of uh, the web and you know how can people witness using these things so we're not we're not trying to say that preaching is not important it still yes. is really important and mm-hmm. um, also uh, i think a lot of people um, like you said um, they bog down or they're very discouraged by the fact that okay a million people are not watching me or a million people mm-hmm. haven't listened to my podcast okay mm-hmm. but like you said that that becomes a shift of focus then you're focusing on the number of followers you have the number of listeners or subscribers you have versus you do your job because if we right. look at the parable of the sower in the in the bible he went sowing seeds he didn't look for say fertile land okay this right. is good soil so i'm only going to sow here he, he was not looking at those things he just sowed right. he just did his job and then mm-hmm. what happened with the seed so when you look at it in our lives our job is to plant the seed that is take the word mm-hmm. out into the world and then mm-hmm. what happens with it is the really the work of the holy spirit it's Absolutely. it's the holy spirit who works in everybody's heart to bring them to a place where they receive the word or not and you know it's 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 a journey of its own and sure. uh, also i think something else that uh, uh, most people think that witnessing is the pastor's job you know it's it's yeah. just for the pastor maybe the pastor's wife or Mm-hmm. at the most maybe the elders of the church what do you have to say about that i mean uh if we all read the bible properly i feel like we'll all be able to clearly figure it out i don't think it's rocket science to figure that you know the invitation to witness is not just for the pastors mm-hmm. uh it's not just for the elders it's for everybody we are all asked to witness we are all asked to take the gospel to the ends of the world so right. um I don't think it's the pastor's job. I think it's each of our responsibility because uh if you think about it, mm-hmm. uh, the pastor can't reach everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like let's say, you know, um the community that you probably serve in has let's say 150 people. Mm-hmm. The pastor is serving the 150 people. Now mm-hmm. the, these 150 people probably know another 1000 people, assuming that each of them know 10 people. And it's probably impossible for the pastor to reach out to the thousand people it's more easier for him to reach the people in his influence which is mm-hmm. his neighbors and his right. smaller circle apart from the church community and mm-hmm. if you ask the question of how is the world going to know about Jesus and if we have to say the pastor is going to take it i think that's impractical in a lot of senses because the the uh, your pastor is basically not someone who's living uh, next door to your neighbor right. it's you 
and how can you right. show Jesus to them? And yes. I another aspect like when you said you know we are not trying to eliminate all of those old school way of doing things. Mm-hmm. We're only in that discussion that we had. We were trying to just say how we can actually use the tools that we have uh, today right. as an advantage. But also going back to you know old school ways. One of the things that I actually believe is you know um, is uh, living lives mm-hmm. uh, in the way that Jesus would want us to live, because mm-hmm. that in itself you know speaks volumes uh, sometimes. more than stories because people are watching you and uh, sometimes your life itself inspires people and you know leads them to Jesus so right. uh, uh, but, you know by you just not saying things but then now you're it's like walking the talk mm-hmm. and there are basic instructions where Jesus says love your neighbor do good right. and uh, when you do these things i feel like that that is part of uh, you know uh, witnessing as well mm-hmm. and uh, yeah So that's what yes. I think about you know old school ways and mm-hmm. uh, you know just living your lives in a way that reflects Jesus mm-hmm. and that's basically by doing good deeds and being part of you know things that you would not choose otherwise uh, be- but you're still choosing them because you want to serve and you learn serving from Jesus mm-hmm. and yeah So that's yes, a that's also a part of witnessing I feel you know just mm-hmm. uh it's not about just telling stories but then living the life that Jesus would want you to live don't you don't you think that's uh, something that you know also influences people to you know notice you Absolutely because um, the strongest the strongest um, witness is basically mm-hmm. your testimony your story because when when Jesus is abiding in a person and the mm-hmm. world can see um the transformation you are going through because i think today mm-hmm. most people uh, reject christianity not because of christ but because of christians because they see people who oh, call yeah. themselves christians but they don't have the characteristics of jesus in them so when yeah, you right. say when you say you're a christian mm-hmm. it has to show it's not something you have to say people should see jesus in you so no, of no. course it's not about faking it it's not about pretense at all yeah it's about actually doing off, it right? yes yeah. it's it's that about that would be you being yourself you yes. know yes <laughs> so you have to um have that relationship with the lord because again mm-hmm. if you look at if you look at being the light if you do mm-hmm. not have the light in you how are you going to take that light out into the world so you have to have True. the light in you to be able to take it out and uh, share it with the world so mm-hmm. um I think it's uh, it's important for us to understand that aspect of um being a But, witness through your life because it's not right. just what you say it's not just like like you know I'm sure you've heard this phrase um do what I say not what I do so mm-hmm. you you okay, can't wait, be like I that I haven't heard that though. Yeah can you repeat that so it said do what I do say what I not say, what I not do. what I do so Okay yeah so people are like okay I'm standing on the pulpit and I'm preaching so follow what I'm saying but don't look at but my life. Yeah, it. don't follow me. <laughs> you know, That's but that fine. doesn't work. But, seriously because when you said that, you know, when you mentioned that, I think I can relate to that because I've heard so many stories, right? You know, when people say, "Listen, you guys preach this." Mm-hmm. But, you know, you do you know what happens? Mm-hmm. And then you have stories like, you know, people saying, "Listen, I know the same Christians that you're talking about who say this, but they end up doing this." And you know, in a way, Uh, these are the same people who are supposed to be in team jesus 
representing him means not just being part of team jesus but also doing what you know he would want you to do and not just right. being called self part of team jesus and uh, uh, when you said that thing it also reminded me of the quote that you know gandhi said uh, mahatma gandhi the father of our nation mm-hmm. he says you know i like your uh, christ but i don't like your christians and mm-hmm. that's something that i you know always thought about because um he's someone who read a lot of books and right. a lot of spiritual books mm-hmm. and i think if i'm not wrong he uh, he was someone who actually believed you know uh, uh the scriptures but then he was so disappointed by um the christians that he saw which is right. why i think probably was did not turn to be a christian because for him yes. to make that statement saying you know i like your christ but i don't like your christians there was mm-hmm. what did he see in the christians he didn't see christ which is why he right. had to say such a powerful statement saying i like your christ but i don't like your christians and i think uh you know christian life you know when we have to live it it's a lot difficult than just talking you know the fact that we can say things is easier and doing things is harder is actually making it difficult for you to actually be a good representative uh, representative of jesus and i think that is also uh, something that we need to be really cautious about because if we are saying something we better stick to it because right. there are people who will hold us accountable and we might be the reason that they don't you know uh, they uh, we might be the reason that jesus is not represented properly true and true. and yeah it's am important super important that you know we walk the talk and mm-hmm. the talk as easy as it is the walk is hard I mean right. we are not going to understand the part that walk is easy the walk is super difficult and difficult as in it's not like super difficult it's a journey it's like if you have to go to the gym and you have to work out and get ripped you have to go through a phase of you know uh what do you say you need to have a certain amount of discipline yeah discipline and a christian life is something similar you want to live a christian life and you want to be part of team jesus there are things that he says you will have to do which is mm-hmm. uh, uh you know probably it it's easy to say like for example you say don't get angry don't get pissed off love your enemies but then when it comes to actually doing these things i mean love your enemies is so easy to say mm-hmm. uh the it comes to just mentioning my enemy's name you can <laughs> feel all that emotion just coming from places that you don't know existed so yeah it's that that's the thing that's the contrast between saying something and then doing it So yes. I think what we need to keep in mind is uh, am I a good representative of Jesus mm-hmm. am I doing a good job in witnessing because he you know the one job that he's given us mm-hmm. the one job he's given us is to represent him right mm-hmm. nothing else he's told right. us to represent him right and if you do that well you're basically doing the you're carrying out the mission of the gospel right so yes absolutely um what you said is uh, absolutely right and um, something that i want to stress on again is because you're called to be a witness because you're supposed to be like this example and this light to the world of darkness and people mm-hmm. who are you know living in hopelessness and you know who have no meaning to their lives you are supposed to be a witness to them but at the same time you cannot pretend to be a christian because then you're just going to misrepresent jesus because True. when you uh, when you're trying to pretend that mask is going to fall off at some point mm-hmm. and uh, 
that's going to do more damage than good when it True. comes to uh, whoever you know you're influencing because all of us every individual in this world has a circle of influence uh, mm-hmm. you have a set of people that uh, that are that belong to your circle of influence and i have mine similarly mm-hmm. everybody has their own set of people mm-hmm. that they can influence more than someone else in their lives so it, it's usually your closest friends your family it could be it could even be some strangers sometimes you know um i mean not essentially strangers unless you're reaching to them online but mm-hmm. s- someone that's an acquaintance you know mm-hmm. they they might fall under your circle of influence so these are the people that we have to witness to but at the same time you cannot do it with pretense cuz that's not going to last long and that's not going to do good in any way or form mm-hmm. and sure. uh, something very uh, interesting that i've seen in the scriptures is when we look at the life of the disciples of jesus mm-hmm. if you if you notice uh, as long as jesus was with them and you know uh, they were following jesus they were called the disciples of jesus right mm-hmm. and then after the book of acts we see them being referred to as apostles Right. There's a very interesting reason behind that. A disciple is someone who's following. Okay? So they right. were following Jesus because Jesus said, "If you want to follow me, do this this and this," which is uh-huh. uh, another topic uh, for another day because mm-hmm. it talks about denying yourself and picking up your cross and following him. So right. So these people were following Jesus. They were his disciples. What does mm-hmm. an apostle mean? An apostle is a me- messenger, someone who takes the word out into the world. So after Jesus left, he was he was resurrected and he he ascended into heaven. Um and God gave them the power of the Holy Spirit. What did they do? They went out as messengers. So now they were no more just followers of Jesus, but they were almost like representatives of Jesus. They went out mm-hmm. taking the word. So people who, ha- who hadn't yeah. seen Jesus they they got to know about him through these people so they became apostles so i think that journey is supposed to take place in all our lives as well we have to go from being disciples not that we should stop following him because if you really stop mm-hmm. following him you 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 can't even become an you apostle you can be a messenger yes so you mm-hmm. go from that into being a messenger because a lot of times people think that i have to reach this stage in my life or i have to reach this or that milestone before i can be a witness but mm-hmm. you can really be a witness wherever you are and also i think a lot of times people think that okay now you're a christian so you should basically have everything figured out oh yeah which is again yeah. which is again you know very um <laughs> borderline deception <laughs> you know because yeah kind of because every christian like has has things to, <laughs> that they're dealing with that god is working on them because we're all a work True. in progress right yes so mm-hmm. i think it, it's important to have that transition from going from being a disciple into becoming an apostle mhm yeah um, i mean i've never looked at it that way mm-hmm. uh, and when you mention it it actually makes so much sense mm-hmm. and also the part that you know you mentioned uh, you mentioned that you know we are always thinking that we are not ready yet mm-hmm. to be a witness i think that's a play of the devil because uh you know we don't we don't have to know all the answers or we don't have to know everything to represent jesus right. we have to first true to what we know mm-hmm. there are things that we evidently know which are the basics which mm-hmm. we st- have to start following and putting a discipline around it but apart right. from that we don't need to know all of these or the answers to everything to be able to you know be real uh, you know messengers and i feel right. like we have to start with where we are mm-hmm. uh, because i know wherever we are there is one two 
three or a thousand stories that we can you know uh, just pick out and say you know this is because of god and this is because of god and right. maybe the story that you share might help somebody else because they probably will be going through that same phase mm-hmm. that you probably and you'll never know that it actually could help them because you want to you know reach a certain level of uh, what do you say i don't know or you want to pick up so much knowledge to be able to answer it uh, more like an apologetics level i don't think we need to be at that level maybe that's a journey it's not something that you need to focus on in the beginning but then as you grow i'm, I'm sure you will be able to like how uh, i think peter or paul or one of them says you know you have to be able to defend your faith um that the defend your faith part comes later it's first of all it's first you first it's you witnessing and then when people ask you questions then it's about witnessing and i feel like the basic questions are something that we all mostly know the answers to you know and so it's never uh too early to witness you know jesus exists that can be your start you know jesus for you that can be your start and as long as you believe that and you start seeing small things that happen in your lives and you just start counting them and holding them close you will start using them to be tools to you know express what jesus is doing in your lives right i i think it's just being true to your story if you're sharing your story your story is your story right, right. so it's uh, when i think about it i think about a parent let's say someone's become a father for the first mm-hmm. time in their life now you mm-hmm. you may not get Uh, the best parenting advice from someone who's just a day old you know since he's turned right. a father but mm-hmm. he still has a story to tell you know yeah. he has a story about uh, how they went through this whole uh, phase of pregnancy and then how they were mm-hmm. expecting this child and now this child is in the world and suddenly the world is turned you know um, maybe upside down i don't know <laughs> maybe in a good way but you know but even if that that parent is one day old as a parent mm-hmm. he still has a story you know yes. like i said he might not be able to give you advice on how you handle a teenager right but he True. can tell you uh, what he's going through at that point so that's the same thing yes. with with christians you mm-hmm. may not be able to let's say break um, a time prophecy say for example mm-hmm. from the bible mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you can talk about your experience with jesus Yeah. What has he done in your life? What has he mm-hmm. changed in your life? How do you see mm-hmm. um that that transformation, that transformational process uh, when you look back at your life because all of us have to have a journey. We cannot we cannot be the same Christian we were uh 1 year ago or 5 years mm-hmm. ago. We cannot be the same cuz cuz if we still don't do not see a difference in our lives say 1 year later or 5 years later that means something's wrong something's not right you know sure. because with christ we are continually growing we continually becoming new people god says renewing your mind so he renews mm-hmm. us renews mm-hmm. our mind so yeah so just sharing your own story and uh, talking about stories which is a good segue <laughs> my next question to you is do you have a quick uh, witnessing story to share with us um yes i do and uh, for me witnessing has always uh, been you know uh, doing good and standing up for what's right even if you're the only one right and standing for people who are not uh, able to stand for themselves mm-hmm. so um, and basically doing i think growing up one of the things that i was always concerned about and something that I actually used to 
worry me a lot mm-hmm. is uh, saying it and not doing it. So you know, I uh, I'm always trying to uh, be as real as I can with my uh, life. And I think one of the stories that I can remember is uh, you know which I didn't know would have uh, that impact. But one of the things that I can remember is a story of uh, is this guy who used to come to our church every week okay and uh, we uh, he would sit at uh, the gate and he would beg and everybody would just offer change and then go and i still remember i mean there was something about that which disturbed me because we are you know we would look we would not even interact or communicate and i still remember the lesson that we had learned the previous quarter in church was about community and how we need to be there for the community and serve and i was just looking at right. i mean i'm not judging anyone i'm like okay mm-hmm. we've learned all this where is practice mm-hmm. okay and i still i remember that something just in me kept saying okay listen you need to talk to people uh, talk to him specifically because here's your chance to do what you can uh, to you know from the things that you learned last quarter so i was like okay i want to talk to this guy and i uh, the next week i saw him uh, you know i just went up to him and uh, i you know gave him some money and i just asked him what's your name and he told me his name and i asked him what he's doing what's his family and he started sharing you know about his life and what he's up to and all of those things and he was extremely thin okay and i had a feeling he uh, would drink okay so and it it didn't seem like it was healthy for him because his physical uh, stance didn't look like you know he was too healthy so uh, the next week when i met him i i gave him some money again and i told him listen uh, don't use this to drink okay if you are using it to drink and he said no no i don't drink i used to drink but then it's uh, ruined my liver and all of those things but i don't drink and this person who used to sit outside uh, outside right uh, week after week i kept doing this and one week i told him why don't you come a little early and sit in church and he was like okay but then i'm working i'm working i have to go to my boss's uh, garden and well, i he told me that he has to water the plants and it gets late for him to come all the way from there to here so i told him why don't you try from next week and uh, you know uh, i think not the next week but then a few weeks later he would come in at 11:30 or something and he would find a place inside and sit and uh, you know um, this thing kept happening and uh, you would see how other people in the church now also started talking to him okay, okay? and we were having lunch in church uh one week and you know i he he was out begging and i went and i told him listen there's food why don't you come and join us and he came and he stood there and he was standing in the line with everybody else okay and this anna comes to me and uh, he tells me uh do you know that the reason this guy is standing here is because you took a step to show jesus his love and i was like i mean i was just emotional because mm-hmm. my intention not to show anybody or anything but then when he made that statement and it just made me realize that the little things that we actually do can actually change so much about how people accept them in our communities and how they are able to experience jesus's love the way jesus wanted uh, you know ex- us to express his love and also along the way people also uh, learned his story and story as in you know were able to communicate i saw how people started talking to him and you know 
getting to know him and he would do the same thing it's not like he changed uh, you know he i don't think uh, i i think some of the things that uh, we tried from church was to check if he can get a job there but then apparently that was not possible but then every other week i mean every week he would come but he would try and come as early as possible and then you know we would have this little talk about how are you how is your health and all of those things and uh, i think you know that's that one moment where people are able to look at it and say you know this is uh, this i see as jesus love is something um i is my story of witnessing and i'm i hope you know i i've not seen this person for quite some time and the one thing that keeps coming into my head is i hope he's safe because you know over the two three years that he used to come and sit out at our church um uh, i know he's like this older figure you know that we yeah. would just meet every week and there are moments that i actually think okay i hope he's fine because he stopped coming and he's pretty old also yeah. uh but i don't know in what way i would have probably impacted his life but i hope you know uh, by um doing the things that i was uh, taught you know in the previous weeks of church and trying to just put that into practice i probably may would have made him feel jesus love because one of the things that i did while saying is i asked him to come to church and pray to jesus i told him do that because he will take care of you and he mentioned that yeah he does believe in jesus and he prays to jesus so i mean there's no i mean i don't know there's no conclusion to the story but if you ask me that story is personally really close to me because uh, more than preaching or saying if you can just you know do things to show jesus love uh, that's one one powerful way to be able to witness to people about you know this person who exists and for them to experience the love that this person uh, can show through the people that he's created who's who are part of team jesus Yeah. That well that that is a beautiful story and also very simple in its uh, essence I think um, and it's a good example of how um, you're not just being a witness when you're standing in front of a congregation of a thousand people and preaching but you could be reaching out to one person at a time and still be a good witness because you can right. change someone's lives or even make an impact in a person's life because mm-hmm. um it makes a difference it makes a difference so um thank you for sharing that story with us and um um we're almost at the end of the podcast uh, i'd like you to share a closing thought with us before we finish is a there something you'd thought. like to uh yes go um, with i'm just to take home with you my closing thoughts would be mm-hmm. um follow follow jesus know jesus truly and represent him well it's absolutely your responsibility to do it well and if you do it well there would be someone in heaven who will come up to you and say i'm here because of you mm-hmm. yeah yes. so Isn't it's that, that powerful mm-hmm. yes yes well it has been such a pleasure talking to you titus and i hope that uh, it has encouraged uh, and is going to encourage a lot of people to be witnesses not just to think that it's my pastor's job or it's my uh, you know elder's job elder's but job. to take it upon ourselves that we're all called to be witnesses for the lord and uh, if he's done good in you then um, nothing should stop you from sharing that with someone else because when you right. when you have some good news to share then 
you really you can't sit on your chair straight you know you want to go out mm-hmm. and tell people you want to tell your friends mm-hmm. or your family right so um nothing can be greater than jesus in terms of your experience in life you cannot experience anything greater than experiencing him so if someone has really experienced him i think uh, nothing should really stop them from going out into the world and uh, being a witness so mm-hmm. uh, thank you again for joining us and uh, it has been an absolute pleasure pleasure thank having you, you on our podcast it was it was good i loved this session it was nice Uh-huh. and i hope it blesses someone and they're able to you know uh witness for jesus and be part of jesus team jesus mm-hmm. so thank you for having me Amen. thank you so much